This is the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast, episode 25. Hi, I'm Monica Woodhams, and this is the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. I'm an influencer consultant and success coach, and I'm interviewing entrepreneurs, influencers, and industry experts who are making an impact and influencing the world so that we can start to live a life that we are so totally obsessed with. Hey y'all, so today's guest is really exciting. It is with Catherine Zinkina, aka the Manifestation Babe. You probably know her from all of her amazing coffee chats, her podcast, her Facebook group. That is all about inspiring women to, you know, create a life for themselves that is just their dream life. And she's the leading example to that of how she's made it happen. And this episode, she really like just breaks it down like what is manifesting and how do we use that to create our dream life and even give ourselves the permission to really make our desires a reality. So I hope that y'all enjoy this episode. I know I had the best time chatting with her. It was really cool to be able to talk with her in person, especially because I have taken her group program, Rich Babe, and, you know, some life-changing things happened in there for sure. So enjoy the episode, y'all. So hey, y'all. Super exciting today because I'm here with Catherine Zinkina, the Master Mindset Coach for spiritual entrepreneurs and the founder of Manifestation Babe. She's here and I'm so excited for her to share her journey, her experiences, and how she's created this incredible life and business for herself and how she's helping thousands of women do the same thing as well. So thank you, Catherine, for joining. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to dig in. Yeah. So before we get started, I want to share with y'all, I did Catherine's Rich Babe program starting in January 2018. And it's one of those things where, you know, like there's a program in the back of your head that you just, every time it comes around, you're like, I want to do this, but I don't know. So this was one of those for me. And finally in January, I asked for a sign. I asked for a flamingo and I was watching my boyfriend's home video. We were watching like some when he was like a toddler and there was like a floaty, a pool floaty of a flamingo. And I was like, there we go. Signing up for Rich Babe. (laughs) That's freaking amazing. I love signs like that. I love it when they're super random, super unique, and then they like show up in the most random way. You know, it's like divinely planned right there. Like there's no such thing as a coincidence. Exactly. It's like a flamingo floaty, really. (laughs) But so before we get started, I want to do a little this or that because, you know, I mean, that's blowing up on Instagram right now. And I thought it'd be fun to bring it into the podcast if you're down. I'm so down. Bring it on. Okay. So early riser or night owl? Used to be night owl. Now it's early riser. How'd that switch? I think it's because when I started building my business, I had to be an early riser. And by the time that I would be done with my nine to five job and my, you know, working on my business and building everything that had to go into it, I would be just exhausted by 10 p.m. And so my just circadian rhythm just completely switched to like 
every morning I'm up at seven and I'm literally exhausted and in bed by like nine or 10. So it's just interesting. It like happened. It had to happen Mm -hmm. in order for me to survive like those two years (laughs) of my life. Totally. So podcasts or books? Oh, um, podcasts. That's funny because you're always sharing books. So I would have guessed books for you, but that's awesome. Because I it's guess you're, you can listen to them in the background of everything. Exactly. Like books are awesome, but it's like I right now my calendar is not allow me to, to read any books until probably like May. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm not I don't give up my mind food. That's like my number one priority. And so I'll just do it like while showering or while getting dressed or like anywhere I can fit it in. That's how I do it now. Awesome. So colorful wardrobe or a neutral wardrobe? Oh my God. It's like all black. (laughs) And it's funny. My, it's actually, actually, it's so funny because it used to be a lot of shades of black and grays and stuff like that. And then I wanted to bring in some color and it didn't click for me that I should just be buying things that match my brand colors so that every single picture I take can match my Instagram feed until like about a couple months ago where I was like, hmm, why do I not own anything? (laughs) And so now my wardrobe, like me and my stylist just finished our sessions because there's a photo shoot coming up this weekend. And it's like, all black, white, and pink. Like that's all I own right now. <laughs> that's amazing. And also a really great Instagram hack. Like just buy buy clothes that's on brand. It's it's amazing because you never know where you're gonna be. You never know what you're gonna do. I travel a lot. It's like and even just like decision making takes up so much energy sometimes that it's just like the less choices you have sometimes like if everything in your closet matches think about how much time you're going to save every single day um especially like if you ever leave your house because there are times where I don't leave my house and I'm working from home but like think about going in your closet and not even having to think because everything matches you just put something on and go so true makes that's a game changer for sure what about tea or coffee coffee I cannot live without bulletproof coffee and uh, it's just like part of my morning ritual yeah and you do your coffee chats on Facebook live so yeah imagine if I stopped drinking coffee and call them tea like I don't think they'd have the same no (laughs) okay here's the last one takeout or cooking uh takeout I don't have time for cooking I mean unless someone can cook for me and make me take out at home then I'll do that but no it's got I don't remember my last meal that I cooked in like the last year probably. yeah I don't either <laughs> okay so now let's dive into more of your journey and I mean you've had massive success but like I mean the truth is everyone has a journey to get there so did you always know that you were meant to teach women on manifesting and creating their dream life no it's so funny because not at all um I didn't even think like you can do such a thing and get paid for it because you know like sometimes we just don't know what's out there unless we come across or see someone else's uh someone else doing it uh which is why I like tell women like do not hold back your gifts do not hold back your passions because you know at the very least you're going to show someone else that they can do it too And so for me, my kind of, you know, high school years, college years, I thought I was going to become a doctor, um, a surgeon or a dermatologist or even a plastic surgeon. I loved the creativity. And so I was like, hmm, how can I be creative and be a doctor? Okay, plastic surgery. And so like, I was just so just like, 
very left brained, very logical, very like, you know, living in my textbooks. I've been a bookworm my whole life. I can do the study thing. I got straight A's, all that good stuff. Until one day, at the very same time, I was kind of overcoming a couple of eating disorders and just like being super unhappy with my body. And so I decided to get into fitness and just take care of myself and eat better and work out. And around that time, my junior year of college, I came across another doctor on Instagram because of course I needed to stay inspired for my fitness journey. And she was someone who was with the MLM at Beachbody. She was a Beachbody coach and she was also a resident at Harvard getting her residency done after medical school. And I thought she was the most inspiring person in the world. I was like, girl, like if she has time to work out, I have time to work out. And one day I came across a post of hers and she posted about like this opportunity, like you can make money promoting, you know, health on Instagram and promoting fitness and promoting self-love and however she framed it. And I was like, that's so interesting because I'm always on Instagram if I'm not studying or on Facebook, like we all are on social media. And that sounds interesting. That sounds like a way for me to not be a broke college student anymore and be able to stay fit. I was like, I am sold. So I did that actually for about two years. And as soon as I got into it, it's like a whole, like I never wanted to own a business. I didn't think of of myself as entrepreneurial at all. I didn't even know I was creative. I had no idea that I had these ideas within me and ways of doing things that I now do and just ways of thinking about things. But what I did always have is an obsession with law of attraction, funny enough. Like that was the only part of me that was more right brain and more like, okay, there's magic that exists. And, you know, there's like all this, uh, there's this whole spiritual side of me. And I actually got introduced to The Secret when I was 16 years old. And it was a I got it in a book form. So I did not watch the movie until about like a year later. Where I was like, Oh, it's a movie mm-hmm. first. I didn't even know that those came out as a book. Um, and so I read the book, my friend handed it to me. And she was like, Catherine, this is how my grandpa doesn't work for money, money works for him. And this is how he has everything that he ever, you know, wants. And things just happen for him. And I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Crazy. But I will read it. And so I went home and just went down the rabbit hole. I mean, like I have read outside of studying still like reading it but not really applying it just like being so fascinated with it of course now I realize like duh you're always led to the things that are you know like you're always led to whatever you're supposed to teach or whatever you're supposed to use or your passions are no accident your interests are no accident like you're supposed to use them they're part of your gift um but I didn't understand that at the time and so I had this obsession with law of attraction And it wasn't until I got into my MLM business where I realized from hearing from so many of of the other successful leaders I I looked up to that they kept saying, mindset is everything. Mindset is everything. Mindset is everything. You got to do your personal development. I'm like, okay, so here's my job. My job is to post my fitness journey on social media and do personal development every single day that I'm already doing. And this is going to make me more successful and I get to do more of it. I am sold. And so I went even deeper down my personal development journey. I would, my commute to my college at the time was about an hour and a half there and an hour and a half back. So three hours a day, every single day I spent on a bus or in my uh, car, just depending on if I was running late that day or if the bus was full or whatever, whatever the um, thing was. And I just listen to audiobooks and podcasts and just dug into everything I could on mindset. It was like the most fascinating subject to me in the entire universe. And I started to apply. Actually, that's a lie. Not really apply, kind of apply. I used to, I would manifest things, you know, from time to time 
couldn't figure it out that much about my good grades because I think I was losing passion for school anyway. And I would actually manifest really good travel deals. So travel was one thing that I was really good at manifesting. I manifested free trips, like crazy, like a whole Dubai no getaway for 10 days. Yeah, like just like a four lace crazy discount. So I didn't manifest it fully for free, but like this hotel that we stayed at was like, um, maybe like a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars a night for the most basic room, and I got it for like a hundred dollars a night somehow. Um, so as good as that, but like anything else, like money or anything else that would be important to me at the time, my business. For some reason, I couldn't figure it out. I and I didn't come to realize that until about let's see, I went to a Tony Robbins event that changed my life, and I was still doing my MLM at that time, and I recognized that I started to build up this resistance around my MLM just because I didn't. I just got so annoyed. Like I didn't want to help women get six packs. I wanted to help them believe in themselves. Like it was just so annoying. It's like, no, I'm not going to tell you what to eat. I'm going to tell you to first identify yourself as someone who is already fit. And then from there, everything's going to align. <laughs> Why don't you get it? And so like train my team on mindset and start doing all these things around mindset and I realized that like I am just so into this mindset part but not so much the fitness part and I thought that I had to keep doing Beachbody because it allowed me to inspire people and I thought that was my only avenue of doing it until I came across like divine guidance around like January February February of 2016 when I was at my lowest point where I just like no matter what I did, my business would not take off because I just wasn't aligned with it. And so I came across a couple of like coaches, like out of the blue, like three or four of them on Facebook or Instagram, somewhere on social media where they were just like, like life coaches. And all they did was preach like mindset and manifestation. And they were like super successful. And their you know, their businesses were making like, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 K a month. And I was like, hold on a second, I can do just this. Like there, this is, this is real. Like I can just talk about manifestation, law of attraction and help people with their mindsets and I can turn it into a business. Like, is this real life? So at the time it was $25,000 in debt. I just left a very unfulfilling relationship. Just like all these things just happened in my life. And I just felt so low. And I remember um, at the time, my parents were really pushing me into medical school because that was always their idea. And that was always their passion for me. And I was just so lost because I had no support from my parents about my online business to begin with. It wasn't taking off. I had nothing to show for it. I was just getting so frustrated. And right when I came across, you know, these other coaches, I was like, well, hold on a second. Like, there's another way here. Like, there's there's something, something could be different here. And all of a sudden, like, literally one night, I had this, like, download of Catherine just start start a new Instagram account because you always share all these quotes with your team. You share all these um, mindset strategies and techniques with your team, but like no one's really listening to you on your team because they're here to like get six packs and build successful businesses. And they don't really care about the mindset, which is funny to me now. And I just created this Instagram account manifest and the name came from a lot of people are like, you know, where'd you get the name? And it's funny because my banker yesterday, who was helping me finally open my business account, uh, uh, my business bank account, he was like, wait, manifestationbabe.com exists? Like, you, like it wasn't taken? And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And he knew nothing about manifestation, but like to him, it was really catchy. So I was like, that's awesome. But yeah, at the time, like in my fitness business, I used my handle on Instagram used to be fit Russian babe. And for some reason, after like three months, I took it down because I was like, ah, that sounds arrogant. That sounds like I'm full of myself, especially if I'm going to be 
posting progress photos and pictures of my body. Like, I don't really want like, uh, you know, people to associate with me as like a fit Russian babe. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to attract such a huge male following. And I was really about <laughs> women empowerment. So I changed it. And someone randomly around that time also was like, Catherine, I love that handle. It's so catchy. And I was like, okay, something about this babe thing is sticking. Um, and it was like before, you know, a lot of people started implementing um, the word babe. It just sounded like so... Like it, it, it didn't sound as cute back then. It was more like a sexy thing at that mm-hmm. time. Now it's like everything's babe and it's awesome. But at the time I was like, you know what? I love manifestation. Babe is catchy. Manifestation babe. And so that night I literally created my Instagram account, downloaded like a whole, um, I don't remember if it was like that week or a week later, but out of nowhere, I opened up Keynote um, on my MacBook and just like 150 slides just poured out of me on like, what is manifestation? What is law of attraction? How do I use it to manifest my dream life? And then that became a course that I uploaded like that week. And of course, I Googled how the hell do you upload things on the internet? Um, It was just like a lot of Googling and YouTube and it just all like flew at me. And it was like, all of a sudden, Things started to align, things started to make sense. And that was pretty much like the birth of Manifestation Babe. And since then, it's been a crazy wild ride. And I think what my story ultimately, like since March of 2016 to now, what are we, March of 2018, the last two years, I feel like my story is just an example of how you can take manifestation and apply it to your business and how fast things can actually work. Like how fast things can actually change as soon as you decide to go for something. And it's been, it's been really awesome. Yeah. And I think that's a really important lesson there and that it doesn't have to take a really long time. I think a lot of people, and I know I was guilty of this when I first started my business of thinking, okay, I'm going to start, but you know, it's going to take like five years before I really see anything come of it. So that's really cool. But When it comes to getting to this point where Manifestation Babe became a business, became what it is today, where did your support come from? Where was that support team that you had? I know, so you went to the Tony Robbins event and you surrounded yourself with coaches who really inspired you, but what about friends and family? Was that something that they were totally on board for or did you kind of have to be like, so this is what I'm doing? Oh my God. Um, that's a really great question because I probably had the least support that you you would expect um, for just how far I've come. I, it, it really is. I call it like you need a mindset of steel to be a business owner because at that time, my parents did not understand what I was doing. I really, it really felt like a toxic environment at home because anytime I'd leave my bedroom, I would just get hammered with like, when, you know, when are you going to medical school? When are you going to start paying the bills? When are you going to move out? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? And it's like, I had nothing in my bank account, $25,000 in debt. And so that was just such a frustrating um, conversation to begin with. And I really wanted to move to LA, but my only way to move to LA at the time was to live with my dad, who I haven't spoken with in like about a year and a half now. So there's really no relationship there. Or my grandma, who doesn't have a spare bedroom. And I ended up first in my dad's house and then on my grandma's couch for about four to five months in the beginning of my business, in the beginning of me moving to Los Angeles. And as for friends, I actually saw me and my friend, my best friend, who was a, a huge reason why I moved to LA because she lived here. 
And we actually went, I went to school in Seattle. She went to school in London. And all of a sudden it was like the moment that we were back in LA together. And actually our values were so different because I was building this business. And I didn't even like really look at it as a business. I looked at it as more of a mission the entire time. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know that one day I'd have a team and one day like there would be metrics and I'd need a CPA and an attorney and all this. Like I never once that none of those things crossed my mind. It was just like, how can I do what I love? and earn money with it so that I can keep doing it. And it was really like that mission of how can I make this a thing that kept driving me forward. And so my best friend at the time, she really wanted to go out, climb the social ladder in Los Angeles, go to all the bars and the parties and the hip spots. And I would be at the gym at work or building my business. And it's like, where do I, and the the thought of being hungover on a precious Saturday, like when I'm working Monday through Friday and I have my weekend to my, you know, let's call it a mission. The thought of being hungover on a Saturday just sounded like a complete waste of my time. So we really just drifted apart and that was really tough. And so my support system in the early days was really my team of YouTubers, like YouTube videos, like watching Tony Robbins, watching Bob Proctor, uh, listening to Wayne Dyer, um, all those spiritual OGs and, you know, personal development OGs and just really listening to them and keep like they, their messages were just really hitting home with me. And just like, I just knew that things suck right now, but one day they won't. And then aside from that, actually, Stephanie, who's now my best friend, we're both in the same mastermind together. She's also since branched off She's still doing the beach body thing, but I think she's branching off into her own brand now, which she tells me that like I really inspired for her. And so she was my mentor back then. And now she's like my best friend. And so she really was there when I would call her and attend um, our little mentorship meetings together every now and then. And I would just be crying and be like, oh my God, like, I don't know how I'm going to make it. Like, I have no idea. I feel so stuck. You know, no one supports me. This is so hard. And it was really her, you know, my YouTube team and um, my YouTube family. And then Brennan, who was my boyfriend at the time, he didn't understand what I was doing. When I told him about manifestation, he's like, how the hell are you going to make money? Like, who he makes money from courses. Like he just really didn't understand it. And now he's my 50-50 partner in my business, uh, partner in life. He's a COO, like literally legit, like running a whole team that I have no involvement in. Like they're doing so much for me, but like I'm not involved because it's not my job to be involved as he keeps telling me. And so they're really doing a lot of the operation stuff for me. And so he really, really took on um, this role. But back then it was more like emotional support and just knowing that I have another human being who supports me um, was really helpful, even though he didn't quite understand what in the world. Man. And like he literally, when I first told him about Tony Robbins, he was like, I think you should be skeptical of that guy, Catherine. Like, I don't really trust him. And like, and like he was kind of looking at my goal boards and vision boards, kind of like a little bit crazy and a little bit out there um, and didn't quite understand it, even though now he does. But yeah, those, that. I mean, very, very little support, honestly. Yeah. So what advice do you have for someone who is, they're laying in bed crying because they're putting so much effort in, they feel like no one understands what they're going through right now. What would you tell them? Oh, yeah. So there's something that I always tell entrepreneurs is you're, you're on the roller coaster and you're obviously going down, but it's about to go up and you need to stay on the roller coaster. And the only way out is not to give up it's to keep going because if you give up then you're just going to be stuck in this low place and you're just going to go backwards but if you just 
hold on and do anything to hold on. And so for me, really, it was turning to my personal development and my mind food and just understanding that like the, the whole population of success is extremely small. And it's not because not everyone can be successful, you know, success and just in general, whatever it means to you, like we live in a level playing field world. And so whatever it is that you want, you can totally have. Um, It's just that it's actually, it's really simple, but it's not easy, right? Because there's a lot of like limiting beliefs and self-sabotage. And then this whole concept of like tribes and how back in the day, in order for us to survive, we had to fit in. And in order to be successful, you can you have to let go of that belief. There's no fitting in here. You're going to do things radically different from everyone else. You're going to have to adopt radically different belief systems. You're going to have to uh, make sacrifices in seemingly important things at that time, um, which in the long, the grand scheme of things are very unimportant, like your favorite TV shows and going out and, you know, spending excess time with certain people and all the stuff that we think is so important. But in the grand scheme of things, it's like, no, that's not actually going to get me to my goals. And as soon as I'm at my goals, I then have all this extra time and extra money and everything where I can actually enjoy the things that are important to me. So there's just like a lot that's involved and very few people in our population are successful because very few people are willing to get out of their box and step outside the box and go against society and not follow societal norms. Um, And so really looking for those people who are killing it in the game whether you're just following them on Instagram or you are listening to their YouTube uh, videos or podcasts or just any way that you can tap into the energy or the minds of these other successful people, you need to listen to them. And I'm not just saying like 10 minutes a day. I'm talking like hours per day. Like you need to have this messaging to keep permeating your subconscious mind consistently all the time. And in Rich Babe, I talk about wealth consciousness. Like I'm talking like you need all the consciousness coming in to keep you sane and to keep reminding you because you're going to absorb most of the conversations that you hear throughout the day. And so when you're going through a hard time or you're living with people who are unsupportive of you or negative, most of the things that you're going to hear throughout the day are going to be very negative messaging. Messaging of like, you know, who are you to to think that you can do this? Who are you to think that you can make money doing this? Who are you to think that, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And so you really have to outdo um, that negativity by putting in positive messaging. And then the mantra, uh, there's two mantras that really helped me. One I adopted from my greatest mentor, Tony Robbins. Um, Life is always happening for me, not to me. And so knowing that this hard time is going to serve me and it's making me so freaking strong right now. And I can, even though I can't see how it's happening for me yet, because it sucks so much, but I know one day I'm going to look back and be like, thank God I didn't have the support I needed. Because if I had all the support I needed, then I wouldn't have this fire within me that's as big as it is today. If I had all the support and everyone was kind to me and everyone cheered me on and encouraged me, maybe I would have gotten comfortable. And so I needed that discomfort in order to grow. And so thank God that happened. And then another mantra that I had was just the best is yet to come. And I always joke how I need that uh, tattooed on me because every time I go through a hard time, I just knew like today is hard, but the best is yet to come. Like my best moment, I would think about my best moment and I would just remind myself that my, you know, a moment better than that is still yet to come and that's exciting. And then when good things would happen, I would 
be like, okay, the best is still yet to come. How amazing is life that even this moment is not still my best moment. The best is always yet to come. And again, whether these things are true or not, our reality is always going to reflect what we believe and what we consistently say to ourselves. And so finding a mantra that you want to manifest that sounds great to you, that sounds like something that's super empowering is going to get you through so much because you need that positive self-talk. Above anything, you may need to make sure your self-talk outdoes everyone else's conversations that are happening around you. Totally. I love that. And I think that another piece of like the fuel to go through those moments that, you know, are hard and you're not sure what it's going to look like next is how you mentioned your mission and your why, instead of like it being about like having a business and making money, like that fuel that is just like you are on a mission to make a difference, leave your legacy in the world and being so in tune to that. Do you see that a lot where people are so focused on the business piece where they forget about the mission, they forget about their why and like the bigger meaning behind what they're meant to do in the world? Oh, for sure. And I I think that's one of the keys to my success is because I wasn't focused on the metrics. I wasn't focused on, you know, how many followers I have or the money because I feel like the more I focus on that, the more it's felt by others. And energy is huge. Like we're all just big balls of energy living in a giant ball of energy. And so all the intentions that we put in our business, all the intentions behind every little thing that we do, like people can sense, oh, she's just doing that for money. And it's interesting because Brendan and I were actually on YouTube last night and we came across a YouTuber we used to watch. Like he was like, he was hilarious. And um, every single like day of the week, whatever was a couple times a week, he'd put out a video and we would just laugh, 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 and like literally look forward to it, especially around the time when we're going through a rough time. Like we would look forward to these laughs a couple times a week. And it's funny because last night I went on the YouTube channel and I was about to push plan a video and Brennan's like, no, like I just don't feel his energy anymore. Like I just feel like right now he's uninspired and he keeps doing it because he has so many subscribers. He has to keep doing it and he's just doing it for money right now. And it was just interesting that he picked up on that and whether or not it's true doesn't matter. But I truly believe that people pick up on your intentions. And also it's so much like it's so much easier when you don't have these expectations where it's like, I'm only going to do this course because I want to do a six figure launch or I want to do a seven figure launch. And then when you don't hit it, then you feel so discouraged. But instead, if your mission is like, I just want to help someone feel better about their day or feel better about their life or just see one little thing change in their life, or I just want to see a couple smiles or a couple thank yous, all of a sudden it's like your whole energy shifts and you just do things from the heart. And at that point, it doesn't matter what strategy you use. You don't, it doesn't matter where you do it. Like your audience is going to find you. People are going to recommend you to everyone else. And it's going to spread like wildfire. And I, I think that like the more expectation you have, it kind of messes with the manifestation process as well, because in the manifestation process, we always talk about don't worry about the how. And so in building businesses, it's kind of hard, especially if you're left brain and very like if you've gone to like traditional business school, it's all about strategy and having a plan in place and worrying about the how every, you know, all the live long day. It's like, how are we going to do this? How is that going to happen? How's the money going to come? That gets tough because if that messes with the manifestation process, because in the manifestation process, the how is not your job. And so having these expectations of how many followers you need to have and how much money you need to make and by when, all of a sudden having those expectations puts a lot of pressure on you. And it also 
it just like also messes with the universe's job. Like your job is to show up, speak your truth, be authentic, share wherever you can. It doesn't matter if you're on Pinterest, it doesn't matter if you're on Instagram, Facebook, it doesn't matter. Just be where you feel called to be, share what you feel called to share, even if it doesn't make any sense, even if it doesn't necessarily make any logical sense. Like sometimes I'll share things where like I'll literally have just like this flow of words that come out of me and I'll write it in my note section on my phone and I read it back and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I don't know why I wrote it, but I'll post it anyway because I know there's no such thing as an accident. And it'll be like my best, like my most shared post. And people will just be like, oh my God, Kevin, like that's exactly what I needed to hear. And so I just trust whatever just flows and whatever goes. And in my business, even now, like even though like now I'm paying attention more to metrics and um, you know, we're hiring teams and we have employees and there's just so many things to like keep track of now, I'm still like okay, it's all about the mission. Like, as long as I'm focused on impacting lives, rather than making money, all the money that I could ever want or ever dream of is going to come. And as soon as you let go of expectations and let go of the how, as soon as you stop, and this is so like counterintuitive, it's like, as soon as you stop focusing on the how the money is going to come and exactly how much, that's when more of it than you can ever imagine comes into your life. I think it's about maintaining a positive relationship with money. As I teach in Bridge Babe, it's all about feeling good around the idea and concept of money and just staying open and ready to receive it. And, you know, obviously like making sure that you're getting, you know, the financial return in exchange for what you give, especially when, when charging, you know, like I, I teach women to never undercharge themselves and don't like, yeah, just like all this stuff. But like, uh, in terms of like specifics, you need to let that go and you need to surrender and you need to look at it as a mission. Because as soon as you look at it as a mission, it's like everyone wants to get involved in the mission with you. But as soon as like you are like, oh, this is a business and all of your customers are going to feel like it's just a business. Instead, if you make it feel like a mission, all of a sudden everyone wants to figure out how they can also be part of the mission. And that's kind of like what I've done with uh, Manifestation Babe is it's become this separate entity for me and it's become this community rather than, oh, it's Catherine's business. It's funny because there's a lot of people that come into my Facebook group and they don't have no idea who I am, but they hear about Manifestation Babe. And I think that's the coolest thing. And I think that for a lot of people, their egos might be like, well, what? Like, how do they not know me? How do you not know who I am? And And for me, it's like, this is really cool. So like, you know, when I leave the face of the earth and move on into my next lifetime or whatever happens after death, like this is really cool. Like people are still going to remember my brand um, and people are still going to feel like they're part of this manifestation babe mission. And that is really freaking cool. Yeah. And your mission is going to live on. And, and I think that's really huge because I think today with social media and like just the digital world, it seems like things last for 30 seconds and then they're gone. But it's because people are just, you know, like quickly putting things out there that it's just like, can I get the most likes? Can I get the most traction? Can I make this go viral? Whereas at the end of the day, like we're still humans and we still crave community above a lot of other things. And so putting that first, that's what creates the legacy. Yeah. And especially like, you know, be a law of attraction, the energy you put out is the energy you're going to get in return. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're putting out that energy of love and the energy of caring about people, well, guess what? The same energy is going to come back into your business. And it's not like some, this valuable, valuable piece um, that I learned from 
one of Tony Robbins events, Wealth Mastery. He's actually, he, he doesn't attend Life Mastery and Wealth Mastery. It's, it's done by his facilitators. Mm-hmm. But there's this like one speaker who does business mastery with him. And they were giving like a little sneak peek into business mastery. And he was like saying like, business is not about what you do. It's about how you do it. And the biggest mistake that entrepreneurs make is that they get obsessed with their product mm-hmm. more than they become obsessed with the people buying the product. Mm-hmm. And so as as long as you are more focused on the product and the system and the and the business itself, you're gonna get you're gonna alienate all the people that are part of it. But as soon as you're like, okay, I want a good product, but I don't really care what it is. I just wanna make sure that it's serving my customers in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, of course, it's utilizing my gifts because I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to be here, even though like, for instance, people need advice on, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And like, that's not something I'm passionate about. I'm not just going to force it and give it to them, mm-hmm. but I'm going to figure out how to use my gifts and the things that I already love to do and love to um, serve people with in addition to asking them, okay, how can I make this the best thing in the world? Like for my She's Killing It 21 Day uh, journal um, for manifesting your dream life, your kick-ass life, for that journal, like I wanted to create just this, like I wanted to create something that would inspire people to have a morning and evening ritual just because everyone always wants to know what's your morning ritual, what's your evening ritual, how do I implement it? I'm like, screw this. I'm going to create a book where for 21 days, you got to do entries in the morning, you got to do entries in the evening, I'm going to incorporate meditation, I'm going to do all these things. And I just knew that I wanted to do it. But beforehand, I went to my audience and I was like, what would make um, if there was like a journal out there on the market that had like all these various prompts and gratitude things and all the stuff that you guys are totally raving about, what would make it the best journal yet where you just knew that the author, the creator really had you guys in mind. And I just literally took that thread and created the journal out of it. That's so amazing. Always ask like what do you guys want from me what do you guys want what do you guys want I give them what they want and it's like of course they're gonna buy it because imagine if you tell someone this is exactly what I want they make it like of course you're gonna buy it right (laughs) yeah that's amazing (laughs) I love that and I think it's really cool I just created this a quiz for my audience to take and one of the questions is how do you create your blog content is it based on like you and what you're doing or is it based on what your audience wants and the more advanced blogger is creating content based off what her audience wants. It's not like about her, like it's about the community. So I think I'm obsessed with that. And I think it resonates so much across any industry, really. Yeah, yeah. So what was your moment when you're like, holy shit, I did it. I like, this is it. Um, it, this is going to surprise you because you would think it's like now in the last couple of months uh, with really cool stuff happening. But honestly, my holy shit, I made a moment came from uh, New Year's Eve between 2016 and 2017. And that's really the start of when manifestation actually became like profitable that I could actually live off that mm-hmm. income. Um, and it was like, it was literally like um, all of 2016 I had various courses and a lot of late 2016, I was just building courses and a lot of me spending like a month at a time, like creating the slides and recording it and putting it up and creating the sales page. And of course, at an hour at a time, you know, it takes a little while, it takes a couple of weeks. And so really my income was being generated from like one coaching client, my original course, Unleash Your Inner Manifestation Babe, which is now like a three day masterclass. And now I'm turning it into a four week academy 
but it was really like my very first course plus one coaching client plus um, maybe some income from like, like this other course that I launched and then took down just because I didn't feel aligned with it anymore. And it was like a total of $9,000 from March to the end. So really like not that much. And then I created another course and I just decided to like go full on and promote it and like treat myself like a freaking business owner. Like I need to, I had such an issue promoting myself for a very long time, actually. And actually until recently, I didn't really step into this, you know, this uh, version of myself where I'm like, okay, like it's okay to promote. It's okay to go heavy on promoting. It's okay to share how people can purchase things for me, Catherine. Like it's totally okay. I did a lot of like indirect promotion, like, you know, through funnels or through other people telling other people. And it's, it's actually funny because um, even in itself, like my income is great now, even not directly like pushing any products or anything like that. Um, and my very first real launch that I actually went full force with was my last birthday launch, um, which was like a seven day, just full push where I every day, went on live, did the webinar, did a five day challenge, did the whole shebang. But that time, that New Year's Eve, I was in Las Vegas because Brennan, um, Brennan was actually unemployed at the time. And he was like saving up for the longest time to surprise me for our anniversary because New Year's Eve was our anniversary. And so he took me to Vegas. And I remember I started posting about this new course that I have. And I just like started to email people and, and basically created like a little bit of scarcity and the fact that the price is going to go up next week. And so that weekend I made like maybe $3,000, $4,000, but like in a single weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, holy crap. Like I was watching my PayPal explode. <laughs> while enjoying myself and then bringing in the New Year's and I just like looked at I was just watching these PayPal notifications come in and I was like holy crap babe I think 2017 is our year like I think that there's something something's about to go down in 2017 and it was just like a holy shit I made it even though it was like I think in January or December or whenever you know I don't remember if it's like 31st or the first whatever you want to count but I think in that 30 day period, I only brought in like five, six grand, which is awesome. Um, but for like, really, you know, where I am today, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. But that was really a big like signal to me, like you have something that's working. And that was really cool. That's amazing. That's a really cool moment. So what's next for you in 2018, though? Oh my God. So until Let's talk about that. <laughs> 28 so twenty seventeen was really like my go, 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 go push year. Um, yeah. and I'm just like I, I feel like that's just me naturally. Like I just go big or go home and I'm always on the go. For twenty eighteen really I've come to realize like I can't have I can't like there's there's Catherine Zinkina and it's not just it's not just all about business, right? And so for me I realize that I really want to create kind of like the system where I create as much income as I can with the least amount of work. And so really this year has been a little bit crazy because I'm really automating a lot of my courses, automating my, what used to be my rich Babe group coaching program is now like more of a recorded course, five Q and A's. I want to create the manifestation Babe Academy and automate that and just have like four launches a year and then just travel the rest of the time and have like one retreat a year, four launches, and just spend the rest of the time just chilling and traveling and um, just relaxing and enjoying life. Because I just like recently I've, no- I've noticed like there's so much on my calendar and um, it's time to start saying no more often. And it's time to just enjoy what I've built and understand really like I think 2018 is a year where I understand that this is a long haul like marathon. This is not a sprint. 
I'm not building something where with an exit strategy, I'm not building something where I plan to retire by 30. I'm not building something just to like, you know, have it be like, this is something that I see myself doing at 90 years old. And so sometimes I stop myself and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be doing this for like another 70 years. uh, So (laughs) I don't have to do it all in one year. Like I can stretch out, I can enjoy, I can have a balance. And I feel like the more of this balance that I have um, in just taking time off from time to time, which I'm not really good at, um, just will, will, will bring me more of that rest and rejuvenation and just like realizing that like, oh, it, br- it will bring back a lot of creativity. I know that. And just like understanding that like, oh, there's going to be more opportunities to launch. I still have like you know, five years from now, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what exciting stuff is going to happen? I don't have to figure it all out now. So that's really what 2018 is about for me. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And so you have two books right now on Amazon. I, when I joined your group, I guess it was, I think maybe it was was over summer. I can't really remember. (laughs) I, someone had posted about your book and to 21 days to manifest. And I was like, okay, it's on Amazon. That's easy enough. (laughs) And so I set that $1,000 goal to manifest and I hit 2000 the first time through, which was amazing. So your books are powerful. They're they're not just, you know, like these reads where you don't see, you know, you take it in and then you move on. Like you really still think about the things that you learn in these books even months later. So is there another book coming out soon that we can be on the lookout for? Yeah, um, it's funny that, that you asked this question now because last time we spoke when we were planning this interview, I was yeah. very much into my book writing and I still am. Uh, I, I've come to realize because I'm always like, I'm always thinking about how can I do this easier? How can I make this better? How can I make this? How can I do this with grace and ease? So I actually put my book on pause for a couple weeks okay. until my uh I want to say like May or mid-May is when I finally have like a break on my calendar from travel from doing all these things from my retreat from my launches and so I'm going to dig right back into it but really I do want to speak to I do want to speak to the entrepreneurs and the book is actually about um female entrepreneurship and just getting through the tough times and really honing in on that message of like yo, like it's not always going to be easy. And if you're building something worthwhile, you're building a mission, like there's going to be times that are really going to challenge you, but it's only because the universe is preparing you to have immense strength. You're five years down the line, 10 years down the line, you're still in your business because you just have so much pride of how much you've overcome and how much you've accomplished. And you just feel so victorious that you never want to stop, that you want to keep going. You want to keep impacting lives. Um, you want to keep influencing people in a positive way and being this light to the universe. And so I've come across so many just like entrepreneurs who get excited in the beginning and then they just fall off. And I'm always like, why, why are you falling off? And it's like, oh, my mom doesn't support me. My husband doesn't support me. Like no one's buying from me. It's like, okay, how long have you been in business? It's like three months. It's like, oh God, like you need to start <laughs> It's not going to happen. And even though I am an example of like really fast growth, I also want to remind people that before Manifestation Day, I've been working really hard on my mindset, really working. There's a whole online business that didn't take off for me. Mm -hmm. Like there's a whole year period where I just kept going and going and going and basically speaking to no one. And so 
you know, there was that like two year period where I was building this audience and trying to inspire people, but it just wasn't like the same feel as I have now. And so I brought a lot of that tenacity and that um, all the all the lessons that I learned from that other business into Manifestation Bay where I realized, okay, it's not just it's not just strategy here, um, but I do have new strategies to implement. It's also the alignment. Like I'm actually talking about things that are speaking to me now. I'm actually doing the stuff that I love rather than the stuff that I hate. And, you know, like I have built, you know, somewhat of an audience. I think like I had 10,000 um, Instagram followers with my other, my other account. And so a lot of those, I just transitioned to manifestation. So I had a little bit of that boost and just like a lot of that. All right, I'm already in this. I've already been doing this for two years, even though I switched businesses and it took like a whole year for manifestation to really take off. It's like I had, it's like rolling a snowball up a hill. It's like eventually you're going to, you know, you're going to keep rolling it up, rolling it up, rolling it up. Nothing's going to happen. And then you're going to reach the top and you're going to have this giant snowball and it's just going to avalanche down. And I call it the tipping point. I call it the tipping point manifestation, tipping point of your business. Like one day there's going to come a time where everything just makes sense and you have to trust the journey. And if you're not seeing results right now, it's like you're just rolling the snowball up the hill and you have to trust that the tipping point is right around the corner and the best is yet to come. So really it, like honing in on that message for um, female entrepreneurs, especially in their first like one or two years in business, especially the first year when there's, you know, challenges that they're not used to yet and they look at it as like, oh, it's a sign to give up. I really want to speak to those entrepreneurs. So that's what the book is all about. Amazing. I'm so excited for that. And I mean, it's such an important message in there that, I mean, even through this podcast, I try to remind people because again, like even when people look like they've made it and even if it's fast, like there was stuff happening on the back end. Oh my God. Right before that. So much so, so much stuff. Super important. Yeah. So before I go into my two questions that I ask everyone, all my guests, I have one more question for you and it's specifically about manifesting. And for someone who's new to manifesting and maybe like, they don't really see how they might already be doing it. Mm -hmm. What's a good way to like try to figure that out? So like for you, you were manifesting trips and um, travel. For me, before I even realized it, I was manifesting handbags. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how I have a Celine handbag, but I do. Like, <laughs> But so what would you say is a good way to start kind of like seeing how you actually might be manifesting? Yeah, I feel like the simplest example um, that I share with people who are like super new to it, it's kind of like, have you ever like had like woke up one morning and like you woke up in a kind of a grumpy mood and something happened, like you stubbed your toe and then that led into you spilling your coffee and then that led into like you missing the bus or whatever, like for me at the time of the school or your car breaks down and then your boss yells at you. It's just like a snowball effect of negativity. That's mm -hmm. because you woke up that morning focusing on just just being in a negative mindset and just putting negative energy out into the universe. And so you ended up like attracting more and more of that negativity. And that negativity can come in so many different formats, like, um, you know, people, negative people, negative circumstances, negative situations, negative events, whatever happens. But like, have you ever had a really good, like you woke up in a good mood, all of a sudden, like everything just worked out that day, you ended up getting a raise at the end of the day, or something amazing happened, your food was prepared perfectly. Uh, you found out you lost a pound. I don't know, just like all the good <laughs> happened that day. And that's because you woke up and you were in a good mood. And the thing is, that a lot of people think that their feelings and what they're focusing on and their thoughts are just accidents. 
-hmm. But this whole time, you know, a lot of people are like randomly manifesting. The thing is that nothing in your life is an accident. Everything, everything has been created by what you choose to focus on. And so it's not until you realize this where you become, you can become intentional with it. You're like, oh my God, hold on. I'm in control of the way I feel. I can control my thoughts. I can control what I focus on. So let me then see where this goes. And so manifestation is the phenomenon that occurs when something that was once part of our imagination actualizes into our physical reality where you and if you think about this like everything started in someone's mind like right now I'm looking at my MacBook Pro and I know that before the MacBook Pro ended up on my desk it had to have been a thought an idea in Steve Jobs mind mm-hmm. um, same with the iPhone or I'm looking at my glasses right now and it's like glasses don't just appear like it had to have been in someone's imagination and then they see it they believe it they decide to create it um and so that's the thing about manifestation like your business didn't just come out of nowhere like it had to be an idea first and then you decide to go for it. you obviously have to believe that it's possible because if you don't believe that it's possible you don't believe in your idea like you're not going to take any action on it but just like but through all this like focus and you know and then comes in the law of attraction well what is the law of attraction law of attraction is the law that states like attracts like and that really comes with like what you focus on expands and you know like energy is going to attract like energy so the energy that you're putting out into the universe by you know focusing on something thinking about it how you feel about it your vibration you're going to attract similar things and so in your business how you implement manifestation how i've used manifestation to grow manifestation babe is i would always see things beforehand like i would just close my eyes and visualize my outcome I would constantly define what is it that I want. If I had a magic wand right now in front of me and um, or a genie in a bottle, like what would I want my business to look like? What would I want my life to look like? How do I want to see it? And what are the belief systems that I need um, to consistently work on and focus on? Like what are the things that I need to say to myself? Who do I need to surround myself with? Just like all these, um, I call it becoming the version of yourself who already has it. And so in your business, like the version of yourself who already has that successful business that you um, obviously started for a reason. So you're obviously have an intention of where you want to go. Well, then ask yourself, okay, where do I want to go? And then that version of myself who already exists, who's already killing it, who already is at that end goal of whatever, as far as I can imagine, what is she like? What are her belief systems? What are her thoughts? What does she say to herself? What are her habits, rituals, routines, all these things? And the more you become and step into that future self and step into that energy, that drives a completely different focus. And whatever you focus on and whatever you feel you will manifest into your life. So if you feel really good about your business and you're doing the things that you love every single day and you just feel high vibe about it and you're focusing on attracting um, clients and attracting people, you're focusing on your numbers growing, you're focusing on your bank account growing, you're focusing on being happy, you're focusing on impacting lives, all that stuff is going to be attracted to via law of attraction. And then vice versa, of course, like if you're focusing and you're like, oh, they're not going to pay me or oh, like my business is not going to grow or oh, it doesn't work for me. Like you have this like whole conversation with yourself or the things that you focus on are, you know, what you don't want. 
Well, you're going to attract what you don't want because via law of attraction, like attracts like. And so that's like my kind of long-winded explanation of manifestation right there. But that's really like how I have grown my business and how I teach other entrepreneurs how to utilize manifestation with business and just understanding that everything in your life can be created. And there's it's not just law of attraction. There's a lot of universal laws. Um, there's like 12 universal laws that I like to teach. And there's so much that goes into it. But it's all about having certainty in your outcome and just knowing what you want, stepping into the version of yourself where already has it, and then taking the inspired action. So obviously, like when you're building your business, you know what you want. You know there's a version of yourself where already has it. You're starting to become her. You embody her. You embody like what she's like. But then there's like also the action that you have to take. Like you have to open your laptop. You have to write the post. There's like actions that you need to take because without physical action, those things from your imagination cannot actualize into your physical reality because you need that physical action to actually bring it into the physical world. And manifestation is also kind of hard for me to explain sometimes, funny enough, because it follows nonlinear thinking. There's no like, it, there's there's like magic involved. Like so you, you don't know the how it's going to happen. There's a lot of synchronicities and these alignments that happen. And sometimes I don't even know how I got here because it just feels like, one big like magical experiment where it's like yeah I knew I'd get here because this is what I wanted this is what I always visualized but at the same time like the universe just worked its magic like I just don't know I just took inspired action I took it one step at a time and pretty much everything that I've written down or that I've envisioned for myself like two years ago I'm now living and and it's just like amazing and you know especially for left brain thinkers it's so hard I'm like especially in one of my masterminds, I guess you can call it a mastermind. It's not as much of a mastermind as my other one, but there's a lot of left brainers, a lot of like practical thinkers. And they're always like, uh, what's law of attraction? What are you talking about? What do you teach? What do you do? Like, they're just so confused by it. And so sometimes I'm like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> yeah, totally. But it's really empowering. I think you broke it down in a really empowering way that makes it's like a reminder, like we're powerful, like we're not powerless in this, whether it's in business and life, we're not powerless. We can. Absolutely. We are, we, the power of the mind. And just like we have, we have a mind that literally works for us as long as we are using it and not letting it use us. Like as long as we are listening to the right voices and we are um, being intentional and we are focusing on the right things, like our mind literally works for us to bring us everything that we want through our lives. And that's so powerful. And we really do have all the power and we really can have whatever we want, be whoever we want and do whatever we want. It's just a matter of do you want to experience it? Do you want to put in that energy and focus to be an intentional manifester? Or do you want to keep living a random life? Because sometimes you're in a good mood, sometimes you're in a bad mood, sometimes you're focusing on this, sometimes you're focusing on that. And it's like your life then just becomes like one random manifestation. Another thing I want to mention about mm-hmm. manifesting is that it's it, it follows these laws, uh, these universal laws that can't be turned off. So we are always manifesting. There's never a point in time where we're not manifesting um and so just like the law of uh, gravity like the the law of gravity is always on and i've never seen anyone go out and like test it and be like hmm let me stand at the edge of this cliff and see if gravity shut off today it's like no it's always on we know gravity exists like we're not just gonna start flying off the cliff like we're gonna fall (laughs) and so the same with law of attraction like you i think that the best 
uh, advice that I give to people who, who don't know law of attraction is to just try it. It's just like for 24 hours, just pretend that everything I'm saying makes sense. Just pretend. And I say that in my book, like just pretend for 21 days yeah. that everything in here is real and it makes sense and that like, this is just yeah. how things are and let's just play a game together. And people, as soon mm-hmm. as they experience their first synchronicity, as soon as they experience like their first, like, you know, in their terminology coincidence, all of a sudden it's like, hmm, maybe things are actually different. Maybe things, maybe like whatever she's saying or whatever I've heard actually does work. And it's like, I tell people start by manifesting a cup of coffee, just ask the universe for a cup of coffee. And then it's funny because I always give that advice. And then in my email inbox, DMs, Facebook messenger, I always have at least once a day, someone messages me and tells me that they finally manifest a cup of coffee and manifestation makes sense to them. And they're excited to move. (laughs) Which I I love that. I love that so much. I'm going to, I'm going to go manifest a cup of coffee tomorrow. I've decided. (laughs) And I'll send it to you. Okay, so to wrap it up, what was your morning routine today? Oh, good question. It's actually very, very simple because I have such a busy schedule now and I travel so much. I have to have a morning ritual that I can stick with no matter what. So now it's become as it used to be like this extensive, like 20, 30, 45 minute hour long uh, morning ritual. Now I just keep it to the very, very basics. Like I start with gratitude and um, I'm always like, what are five things that I'm super duper grateful for? And then if I have time more than that, um, you know, especially in the morning, I will do some mind food. Typically I do mind food throughout the, throughout the day. And again, to remind you, mind food is like my personal development time where I read a book or listen to a book. And so I will do like 10 minutes or read 10 pages or do something like that. And then if I have time beyond that, I will do some journaling where I just journal on like, what do I want to create today? What do I want to experience today? If today was like the best day of my life, how would I want it to have um, gone by? Or what do I want to manifest today? What are my desires? What am I focusing on? How do I want to feel? Just like various journaling prompts or anything that feels inspired by me to, that sounds like fun to focus on that day. But yeah, like right now, it's really just about in the morning, it's gratitude, five things I'm grateful for in the evening, it's what are my three wins of the day so that I can go home, uh, go to bed every single night and fall asleep feeling victorious. Even if it wasn't that great of a day, I know that there's at least something that I won at. And so every night I go to bed feeling like a winner. And every morning, I wake up feeling grateful to be alive. I love that. And it shows you don't need to have like two extra hours in your day no. to have an amazing day. I love it that. It really like takes me five minutes, two and a half minutes each, five minutes a day. That's all it takes. Yeah. Amazing. And then what is your favorite lifestyle hack? <laughs> sleep. I feel, oh. <laughs> I feel like not enough yeah. entrepreneurs get enough sleep. And I think that sleep is so tied to creativity and tied to um, happiness and tied to elevated mood levels and health, especially like if you don't have your health, you're never going to be wealthy. Like true wealth is health. And so, you know, taking care of your adrenals and like, I've done the whole, like, you know, I used to be a night owl and I used to get very little sleep and all this stuff. And I, you know, like our culture is so programmed to be proud of ourselves when we're really, really busy and never get to sleep. Like the more we hustle, the more we're respected, which is so screwed up. But anyway, like, Sleep is so, so crucial. And every time I get eight, you know, the bare minimum for me is now seven hours, but like eight, nine hours. It's like I wake up and I get so much more done. It's like my productivity levels are through the roof. And anytime I feel like 
you know, I'm going to go to bed late tonight and wake up super early. So it's like four hours of sleep. Then the next day, like I'm so much less productive, even though technically my window of waking time is so long. It takes me like three Mm -hmm. times longer to do a task. And so it's better to just lay in bed, relax, sleep, and then wake up and get the shit done in like so much shorter amount of so much shorter incremental time. So true. Amazing. I love that. And that's something y'all like it's a life life hack. Like you can do that tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So where can everyone find you? I'll link it all in the show notes. So you don't have to like spell out the URLs or anything, but we're, where do you want to send people if they're like, oh my God, I need to absorb this and so much more from Catherine? <laughs> um, you can find me on manifestationbabe.com, uh, my Instagram at manifestationbabe, and then on it, Facebook, my Facebook group, manifestationbabes. Perfect. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Catherine. This has been huge. Honestly, even for me, like right now, this is the reminder that I needed today. And I hope that for everyone listening, whenever they are listening, like this is just like the perfect thing that shows up in their iTunes feed. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is such a great conversation and I really appreciate you. Of course. Thanks for listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. For show notes and free tips and trainings, head over to monicawoodhams.com slash podcast. You'll be able to learn more about this week's guest and how to connect with her as well. Talk soon, y'all.